Chapter Twenty Three of Coppertop. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April Six Zero Nine Zero, California, United States of America. Coppertop by Harold Gaze. Chapter Twenty Three. The December day is almost theirs. Yes, I guess I'll fix you up with a December day, all right answered the genial north wind in response to the entreaty of the children for shortly after their fight with the clerk of the weather there came a gentle warm breeze which they felt sure must be the north wind and finding that this was so coppertop and tibbs implored his aid in their long search for a december day oh you dear exclaimed coppertop scarcely able to believe their good fortune the address is chesney grange near mount dadenong australia she added lest the precious december day should go astray the world added the north wind with a smile bless you i guess i know all australia from perth to sydney and darwin to hobart i'll send the december day along to this australia of yours direct by sunbeam that's heaps faster than marconi yes but i like marconi interrupted kiddiwee with lots of and lots of milk you mean macaroni stupid corrected tibbs whatever can we do to thank you cried coppertop beside herself with joy don't thank me till you get it said the north wind with a decided american accent due to the fact that he had often travelled over the united states and you don't get it till you've paid the price the price exclaimed coppertop her face falling yep everything has a price in this world dearie nothing is given away we must earn everything that is worth having and then we know how to value it i guess you've pretty well earned your wish by now and there's only one thing more to do oh do say cried coppertop anxiously well you must kiss biddy be sure or the blarney stone and then the december day will be yours and without any more explanation the north wind blew by for some time after his departure the children remained silent they were decidedly disappointed for the december day seemed as far off as ever why the blarney stone is on blarney castle said tibbs and where's that asked coppertop right away over in the emerald isle it's an awfully long way from here however shall we get there cried coppertop hopelessly now that i haven't any wings keep smiling replied the small voice of smiler the camel without the hump who now hung by a string round coppertop's neck the camel is right said a voice which seemed to come from everywhere at once always smile at difficulties they don't like being smiled at and soon get out of your way now if you take my advice yes we will cried each one of the children eagerly for they recognized the voice of dear mr adam you'll put the two wings which were cut off upon the sword of the samurai then seat yourselves upon it on the blunt side and sing smiles to-day make smiles to-morrow smiles will banish boogie sorrow smiles will help us over styles making life just miles of smiles then hold tight and see what happens ta-ta trembling with excitement the children hastened to carry out the instructions of mr adam tibbs and kiddiwee fetched the sword of the samurai and laid it upon the steps of the old japanese lantern coppertop picked up her beautiful wings very tenderly shedding a tear or two unseen and placed them the wings not the tears upon the samurai's sword to which they at once became attached and commenced to quiver with life feeling that something was most magical was about to happen 
coppertop and her brothers seated themselves upon the sword their legs hanging over the blunt side and commenced to sing make smiles to-day make smiles to-morrow at this the sword of the samurai quivered violently and then rose several feet in the air smiles will banish bogey sorrow continued the children hardly able to sing for excitement they felt that they were in for another wonderful trip smiles will help us over styles and now the wings began to beat and the sword moved forward making life just miles of smiles shouted the children at these last words the sword of the samurai shot forward at lightning speed with its precious burden and never stopped till they arrived at the emerald isle End of chapter twenty three